All right, everybody, you are listening to the Voice Off Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. This episode is very, very special for me because it's the, the first time that I'm speaking uh, to an actually eliminated contestant. Uh, that just, I mean, the same week they got eliminated. Unfortunately, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sad to say that, that Troy uh, is, is, has been eliminated, but I'm excited to welcome to the show. Troy, welcome to the, podca- the Voice Off Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. You know, you and I, we spoke on Monday night. And, uh, you know, I think I, I feel like I jinxed you a little bit um, when when I, you know, I said you're free falling and then we jinxed it by saying into, you know, into the hopefully into, you know, America voting for you. So I, I feel a little responsible uh, for you going home. So I wanted to start off by apologizing. That's <laughs> um, all right. So I, I, I want to know, like immediately, you know, you've been, it's been a couple of days since you've been eliminated, I think three days ago. Um what 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 have you been doing these last couple of days? I mean, I'm sure you have a lot of free time on your hands now. Yeah, you know, um, it's actually um, it's been a, it's been a really good few days because I got everything out of the voice that I wanted to get out of it, and right. um, you know, I just didn't think I'm not your typical singer that goes on the voice. I think that um, I, I didn't even think that I would get as far as I did just because. I'm not that, you know, I, I think that my style is very, um, it's a little bit out of the ordinary for a show like The Voice. I like to change things up a lot. And um, I ran into some, some challenges, um, especially with Gwen being my coach, and she loves to, to have everybody stick to the original melody of songs and things like that. But I'm, I'm super happy. You know, I, I kind of like, I've been really emotional the last couple of days just because I can't even believe that I was fortunate enough to have that experience because I've been doing this for a long time. And, um, you know, I, I finally felt like I was comfortable enough in my career as a songwriter and as a, as an artist that I would be okay with going on a show like this and letting people discover me through the show, because you lose a lot of control over what you're able to do when you do something like this, you know, you, 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 you kind of have to just play by the rules when you're when you're on the voice, and um, that was difficult for me to do at first. But I, I realized it was a, a sacrifice that was really worthwhile because now I have a lot of eyes on me, and people are discovering my music, and that's really all I all I wanted out of this whole experience. Yeah, man. You know, and and you really impressed me uh, early on. Um, you know, uh, you and I we joked around as well about about you sending Josie home uh, during the, the battles. And I, I, I loved both of you guys in the battle, and it, it just came down to, like, you know, who Gwen thought she can go the furthest with, I think. And, 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 and I you know, I was really impressed by you. So uh, one of the biggest things that impressed me, though, was how humble you were when we met, you know, because we met officially, I think, the first time on Monday, and you were just you were just like a normal guy. You know, you weren't. You know, I'm not saying everyone else on the show was, you know, a diva or a superstar or anything like that. But I'm just saying I didn't expect that from from somebody who's been in the business so long. I just I expected maybe just a little bit more of a you know, a little bit more arrogance. I mean, I think people from you know who sing and, and perform have a little bit of an arrogance to them, which is not a bad thing, by the way. FYI, not a bad thing. I'm not saying that in a bad way. But you were so humble. You were so down to earth. I felt like I was talking to somebody uh, right before going into a bar or something, you know. So, um, what what kept you humble during this entire period? You know, because because you're in front of millions of people on television, and you're so humble about your your journey. 
Well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. That's, you know, I am, I'm as regular of a guy as you can get, and I do love going into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> well, next so, time you're in LA, we'll go. Uh, <laughs> um, but I don't know, man. You know, like I just, I'm not better than anybody. And, and the fact that I'm on the voice, like even the top 12 as, as, as an elite as that, um, opportunity is, um, it's still like, it still comes down to a whole lot of kind of luck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's a lot of people that, that could have been there and I was fortunate enough to be there. And, and my whole attitude going into the voice was I have nothing to lose. And I also expect nothing in return because the voice is not handing people careers. You know what I mean? It's basically, it's giving people a spotlight and yeah. it's up to you what you do with that spotlight. So I've always, I've always felt like it was really important for me, even before I got into music, it was important for me to treat people with respect and, um, to realize my place. And, you know, I, I don't compare myself to anybody on the show because I'm, I'm different than everybody. And the only, the only thing that the only person that I was in competition with was myself. And I, um, you know, I try to, I try to always maintain that attitude because, it's uh, it's not like, you know, it, it it's a it's a television show and it's an opportunity, and it, it is not forever. So, I it it lasts for as long as it lasts, and then you go home and I, like look at me, I'm proof. Like I'm back in my hometown right now, you know, like trying to figure out what my next move is. Um, and it's not like um, you know, once you're off the show, the the phone stops ringing. You know what I mean? And like the you have to make you have to make of it what you make of it, and um, and I've always felt that way because nobody's going to knock on my door and give me a record deal or give me an opportunity. You have to just you have to do your best to take advantage of the opportunities that you're given. And I think that if you're not humble, if you're not humble, then no one's ever going to work with you. For sure, man. That that's a great message for for young artists. You know, because a lot of times I deal with a lot of artists who have done jack shit in the business, part of my language, you know, and, and literally they, yeah. they walk into a red carpet or a room or an interview and their publicist, you know, begs me to interview them and I have no idea who they are and they're, they're complete arrogant assholes. And I'm just like, I will never talk to you again, you know, like don't even bother. And yeah. there's other people who, uh, for example, like yourself, who are in front of millions of people every week who have had a huge a uh, boost in, in, in popularity who come up to me and shake my hand and, and ask, hey, how are you doing today? You know, how's everything? You know, like the conversation we had before we went on the, on, on the camera was just a quick, hello, how are you? What's going on? You know? And it was, it was really nice to have that. Um, but I, I want to know a little bit more about you. Cause you said you've been, you've been in this business for a while and I'm, I'm reading your bio and it seems like, it seems like you've done quite a bit in the business here. Um, Tell me a little bit about how you got into, you know, the music business getting, you know, when did you discover like you hadn't had a voice that you, that was marketable? When did you learn that you could sing and, and how did you get into, um, being a musician? Sure. Um, well I was, um, my, my father passed away when I was 19 and, um, I kind of, I always loved to sing. My, my dad was a musician. There was always music in my house, but like, I was kind of just too shy and too, I was kind of a jock too in high school. And I, I was just focused on sports and, and stuff like that. But when my, when my dad passed away, when I was in college, I kind of just accidentally got pushed into music. Um, I was, I transferred colleges and I had to work full time to, to finish school. 
And at my job at a restaurant, I was working waiting tables at a restaurant. And a bunch of guys heard me, overheard me singing to myself, like while I was doing some like work closing up the bar. And they were like, hey, you know, we're playing some, we're jamming um, after work, and you, you should come down and play with us because uh, we're going to have some beers or whatever. So I did, and um, I don't know. I had never, I'd never really sang like into a microphone or you know with a band, and I absolutely fell in love with it. And um, I, I felt like I was pretty good at it initially. I mean, listening back to some of the stuff that we used to do, I, I really was terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like you, I had potential, and I knew I had potential, and I, I've literally spent like the last ten years just like busting my ass. Um, trying to get better because I, I felt like I'd finally found something that I was good at that I could do for the rest of my life. And it made me really happy. And, and so over the course of like the few years after that, I started to really improve and started to really understand my voice. And I just, I sang every single day and wrote songs and practiced with my band. And we, we played tons and tons of shows and, um, and I just kind of developed and it, it took me a long time to really figure out exactly who I am. And I don't think I even figured that out until the last few years to the last couple of years. Um, and, um, and I, and I'm still kind of sharpening that, that knife, I think where, and to be honest with you, I don't even think, unfortunately people didn't really even get to see the real true me on the show. Um, just because there's only so much that there's only so much control that I have over the arrangement of songs and the, the, the way that I sing songs and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I, I, I absolutely fell in love with, with the process and, um, the last two, the last three years have really been remarkable for me in terms of my own, my own career. I moved to New York. Um, I followed my girlfriend here and we were living in Boston and she wanted to come back home. She's from Long Island. So I followed her here and I ended up, um, meeting this great producer, Dante of uh, Kyla music production. And we, we hit it off and I started, I had a handful of songs that I hadn't, um, recorded yet. And, um, we started working on them. We put them out and things just went absolutely bananas on Spotify after I put it out. And it just kind of, exploded my career in the best way possible and that ultimately that's how the voice found me and, and asked me to audition um and i was never thinking about it it wasn't even the furthest thought in my mind was auditioning for the voice and when they asked me to audition i was like i got nothing to lose and i'm proud of i'm proud of the mark that i've made for myself as a songwriter so i got nothing to lose here and i went for it and then things just kept going my way <laughs> yeah that i i mean honestly it's it's interesting to see how you know, how different people get to the voice, you know, like, you know, I see people like Mark Isaiah and, you know, uh, Aaliyah Molden and, and like the young people who are like, it's probably their first real break, you know, the first real opportunity to, to really do anything. Um, and then there's people like you and, you know, and Stephanie and Lauren who have been doing this for probably, you know, a good 10 years. And this is, you know, an opportunity that they, they just maybe couldn't pass up, you know, like, it was, you know, I know for a lot of people over the years, they say, oh, it was now or never, you know, and right. ended up, you know, ended up after the voice ended up becoming like the, their best bookings, you know, they're making the most money, you know, they're selling records left and right. And they had, you know, sold out shows coming up everywhere, you know, so it definitely opened up a, a yeah. door for them 
in that respect. Uh, have you had any opportunities so far where people are calling you to, to do shows and, that, and maybe offer you, you know, something more than, you know, cause I know a lot of times promoters will be like, Hey, yeah, I'll, I'll buy, you know, I'll give you 50 bucks and you know, we'll, we'll buy you dinner and, you know, come and play our show, you know? Um, and a lot of times after the voice, it's like, Oh, Hey, we'll give you X amount of dollars. And it's actually like, Whoa, I can actually live off of that for a couple of weeks. You know, <laughs> uh, have you had that, yeah, anything yeah. Like that yet? Or is it still kind of the calm before the storm? Do you feel? Um, there's definitely opportunities lining up big time. You know, I mean, it was, uh, fortunately I've, I've kind of made an, um, I've, I have a good reputation for my live show and I have a band that backs me up and, and people, the, the venues that I play here around New York, I think really respect what I do. Um, but it always has been a challenge to make money because, you know, typically they rely, the clubs rely on you to, to supply your, your fans and, you know, promote yourself and stuff like that. But now, because of the, the boost in popularity, now there's a little bit more negotiating power. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like you can kind of get a guarantee, a guaranteed amount of money um, to play, which makes things a lot easier in, in terms of paying your band and supporting yourself. Um, so, yeah, definitely things are opening up big time. And, um, and it's really, it's awesome to see, you know, because that's, I've been making a living solely on music for the last year, but I've, you know, in order to pay the bills, sometimes I have to do gigs that I don't want to do. Like, yeah. you know, play in the cor- corner of a bar and play a bunch of cover songs, which I hate doing. Um, <laughs> you hate doing cover it, songs? I hate it. I hate covers. I oh, hate playing covers. That's why, I, <laughs> that's why I never wanted to do the voice. I was going to say, it must have been really hard. <laughs> it was, it was hard and it was especially hard to, uh, you know, I knew that being on Gwen's team was going to be a challenge because she hates when people change the melody. But like, you know, I swear to God, the songs that when I sing a song and I do it my way, it's going to ta- it's going to sound ten times more beautiful than it would ever sound if I sang it like somebody else. And I think that um, the reason for that is because everybody's voice is different, and I'm not a good copycat. You know what I mean? I can't like, I can't force somebody to believe me if I sing it in a way that's not natural. And if I sang, if I went up there in my blind audition and I sang wild world, exactly like Cat Stevens, I guarantee nobody would have turned around because nobody would have believed it. And it's not like, you know what I mean? There's some people that can do that, but that's just not me. So that's why it was kind of a challenge to be on the show. But, um, I'm still so grateful that I was on the show and it worked out. You know, I, I, I have no problem ending up where I ended up, you know, I didn't want to, I've, I've kind of sacrificed enough in my career where I was kind of done with the whole challenge of trying to, to sit, um, and play by the rules. Yeah. <laughs> um, because like, I just, you know, part of being part of my love of music is that I could do whatever the hell I want because I'm in charge of my destiny. And if I want to take a song and rewrite it and sing it, how I want to sing it, then I'm going to do that. Um, because it's going to sound really good to me. And they will, there might be some people that don't like it, but the majority of people who are fans of my music, they'll love it. And, you know, for, let me give you an example. Like, um, free, when I did the, the song Free Falling, um, that my last performance, yeah. I chose that song because I fell in love with the John Mayer version of that song. And it's totally different than Tom Petty's version. It's like, you know, it's still recognizable, but it's like, he just sings it in a different way. It's more beautiful. It's more soulful. And, and that's what I wanted to do. Gwen 
wanted me to sing the Tom Petty court, the, the Tom Petty version of it. And so I ended up having to kind of do a hybrid version of it. And it was mm-hmm. like, I, I did it because she wanted me to do that. And I, I think it ended up sounding great. And it did really, it was, it was number one on the iTunes rock charts for a while. Oh, awesome. But I still, I know deep down that if I did it my way, it would have been 10 times better than that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Now, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I felt like I really enjoyed what you did on Monday night to be completely honest. Uh, actually, I, I enjoyed it so much uh, that I rated it number, number two out of five, um, out of top five. So five being, I guess, not the top, but number one being the best in a sense. Um, so you, you made, okay. it, made number two out of the top five in, in my list. Uh, and people can people see the other four over at multimediamouth.com. We do this weekly best of the voice uh, top five list. So um, so you made the top five out of the 12 that were left. Um, so that's how much we enjoyed it here at Multimedia Mouth. That's how much uh, I, I really enjoy, I really think that you were one of the better performances of the night. In, in, comp- in all honesty, I felt like Monday night was actually a very flat night for most of the performers. And it just it just seemed really really flat, really low energy. Uh, and then you came on, and I was like, I like this. I really do like this. And, and you know, and I'm kissing your ass just a little bit. But uh, you know, I, I want to know when when Gwen and you disagreed on the style of you know the style that you wanted to perform. How did you how did you handle that with Gwen? Like, I know it must be difficult to go to your coach and be like, Listen, coach, I don't want to do the play this way. I think the play would be better this way, and then come into that compromise. So, how did you address that? Um. Well, I, I always felt like I had to explain why I was making these choices vocally, and I and uh, something because I felt like that would give me a little bit more breathing room, and sometimes it did. You know, I would tell her, I'll be like, "Gwen, um, I hear what you're saying, but I just I can't sing that that way because I just can't physically do it." And I mean, I can force myself to do it, but it may not sound, you know, it's not going to sound that great, and and I'll try my best and. So I always kind of, I gave her, I always wanted to let her know that I was trying my hardest to make her happy, but at the same time, letting her know that I would never normally do that because it's not me. So she, I found a kind of a mutual respect with her where she, she ended up understanding that I needed to be me because there's a reason why I sing the way that I do. And it's, it's because I know myself and I know it's because I know my voice and, um, it's, I always told her, I was like, I'm not changing things just for the sake of changing things. Like there are some melodies that I am capable of singing that I think come out of me beautifully. Like if it, if I believe like, you know, if I sing like what there's a song, I sing, let it be all the time. in my gigs, um, that's one cover that I just, it's my favorite song of all time. And like, I don't need to change much in that song because it fits my voice. It, it, it lets my voice shine in a way that I feel comfortable with. And there's no reason to change things, but there's other songs like Chandelier, for example, that I pro- I would have sang that song a totally different way, um, because the way that it comes out of my mouth is it's just a it's hard to explain. You know, there's like yeah. there's there's um, pe- people are good at different singers are good at different things. You know, and so it's like it's hard to sing a song exactly as someone else sang it and make it as believable as they did if you're if you have a different voice you know what i mean yeah for sure yeah you know and that that's you know i i dabbled a little bit and and you know and singing back in the day and i wasn't great and i wasn't completely terrible but i always had a hard time singing other people's stuff too because it's like 
they sing it so great sometimes it's like i don't i don't want to like try to do it their way you know um it, it, yeah. it'd be like me trying to host a tv show like carson daly you know like he has his own specific way i have my own specific way everyone has their own specific way of doing things uh, as well you know you said earlier that that you don't think that the show really got the chance to know the true troy um right what if if, if gwen had come to you and said any song that you want to do doesn't matter what genre what style you can arrange it yourself uh, what song would you have have chosen that you feel would have really showcased who you really are? I think "Let It Be" would have been probably the best, mm. most perfect song for me um, to do, um, and um, and then people would have would have got me immediately because you know I sing that song in a way that um, is totally it totally honors the original song, but it's still me, it's still yeah. very me, and I play that song. A lot. I play it at every single one of my gigs. Um, it's my favorite song, and you know, aside from singing a song that I wrote for myself, I mean, if you listen to my my original music, it's you know, I wrote all of my songs obviously for me, so they're written for my voice, and that that's why I think I sing my songs better than I sing any other any other song because it was written for me. You know, it, it was like it it came out of me naturally. So. Um, but it's okay, you know, I have no, it's not the voice's fault, it's just the way the world works, like, the voice is a show about singing other people's songs, so yeah. I, I knew, I knew going in I would never win the show, because I hate singing covers. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, uh, and... Go for it. Go ahead. Right, you, you go. Um, no, I was just gonna say that um, I knew that, I knew ahead of time that I would probably never win, because it's hard, like, it, the, the song has to be perfect for me, um, in order for me to really connect to it, or I have to change it so much that um, that it would probably make Gwen and the producers a little uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how I, I I don't understand how how people who are creative, you know, can go on that show and then not not be creative, you know. Um, right. You know, like like Hunter completely changed uh, somebody that I used to know. And it it kind of scared me originally until I listened to it back again. I'm like, okay, I understand where he was trying to go with it, you know. But then there's there's people who just will go up there and sing the song exactly how it's written, exactly how the melody was originally done. I'm just like, there, there's no creativity. How am I supposed to vote for you if you didn't showcase to me your creativity, you know? Um, you mentioned you mentioned you have a you have some music out. Uh, where can people find? And obviously, you mentioned Spotify earlier. Uh, where else can people find your music? Is it everywhere that music sold, or, or what? How, how do people get a hold yeah, of your music? Everywhere that you find music, my music is out there. Um, the obviously the, the two best places are iTunes and Spotify. Um, and just Troy Ramey, you can find me very easily. Um, all my all of my music should be right next to all of the music I did on The Voice on iTunes. Um, so if you type in Troy Ramey, you'll see the goofy picture of the goofy voice, the goofy voice album art, and then you'll see a real picture of me. <laughs> there you go. Well, Troy. Um, that's the that's the other thing. Like I, I you know, I absolutely love um, the Voice was the, the best experience of my life. But but giving up control over certain elements, such as you know what pictures they choose and stuff like that, that was tough for me. Oh yeah. But, yeah, for um, sure. There, there's some pictures I, mean? I look at and I'm like, why do they use that one? Like, there's, 
four or five other better ones on their website, but they chose that one for them. Okay, interesting. <laughs> yeah, and, but it's uh, it, it's all right. It's all good. It happens to everybody. Yeah, for sure. Well, Troy, I, I appreciate your time, man. Uh, thank you so much for joining me here on the Voice Off podcast. Tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter and Instagram and the whole nine yards. Sure, yeah, please. Um, you know, thank you for having me. Um, you can find me all over the social media um, stuff. My, I have the same exact handle for everything. It's at I am Troy Music. And so that's for Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, um, everything. And TroyRamey.com is my website and you can find all my show dates my tour dates um, i'm actually going to be teaming up with johnny gates another contestant from the voice um in june for some for some local uh, maybe new york rhode island and boston um shows so please keep an eye out on that for that and um you know thank you so much and i, I look forward to showing the world um you know a little bit more of who i am so thank you awesome troy do me a favor stay in line real quick i'm gonna wrap up here uh, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to the Voice Off podcast. If you would like to watch the video of Troy and me uh, from Monday night, you can go to youtube.com slash multimedia mouth, and it's one of the videos up there. So go and take a, a watch on that as well. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and um, follow me on Twitter and Instagram as well at the Urban J. And I will see you guys next week with, uh, with Cassie Joy from The Voice as well. So uh, looking forward to that. See you guys soon.